Welcome to the Advanced Selling Podcast, still the longest running sales training podcast created exclusively for sales pros to help you create your own sales success. My name is Brian Neal. And mine is Bill Caskey. And we are here after six years, seven years here, still going strong with the podcast. Thanks to you, our listeners. We are thrilled to have you. If you've not done so already, go to our uh, website and put your email address in there. We'll send you a uh, free copy of this ultimate pregame audio program. It's a great way to get prepared and a great way to stay in touch with the show. If you like what you're hearing, there's more to come for absolutely nothing. Go do that right now. And we do appreciate uh, listeners referring their friends too. You know, this podcast has grown. We have uh, over a hundred and some thousand downloads a month and we started with, with zero six years ago and it all it's all because of you guys you guys are great about telling other friends telling other people joining us on linkedin so the more we spread this word the the better we'll all do and the the better response i think we'll all get from uh some of the content that we create so thank you so much for those of you joining the podcast we've just uh, developed a relationship with podcast one so we're on the podcast one network now we're really grateful for that we're looking forward to big things there so you might we might have some new listeners who have happened on to us through that and we come at you twice a week yeah with uh career business sales leadership ideas on how you can be better at what you do mostly sales stuff and if you came over from Stone Cold Steve Austin site or uh, Adam Carolla was <laughs> welcome. You're glad you're here. Uh, not quite as funny or entertaining. Oh, Maybe. Oh, well, well short, now hang Brian. on a second. I've heard some of your best material, but you never share your best Stone stuff. Cold. We need to have those guys. How do we get Stone Cold Steve Austin? Oh, I'd love on the to show. have him on. Wouldn't he be great? Yeah, he would love this. He's a promoter. He loves right. It is all about promotion and personal branding. It, it is it fits. It is. We'll work on that. You know that that's a great podcast topic too that we should uh, delve into sometime. Maybe when Steve Austin's on is the idea of personal promotion because yep. if we if we as sales professionals rely on and wait for our company to promote us, we might be waiting a long time. Yes. So what can we? What are some tips we can do? Let's put that in the. Uh, In the old hopper podcast, the old hopper. Okay, good. Uh, I had an interesting. uh, In fact, speaking of promotion, good segue. Segue city here, Brian. That's nice. I like it. Uh, Honest tea. Have you ever heard of Honest tea? The drink. The drink. Yes. Oh, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. I like it. They have lots of different flavors, and and they're not a sponsor, so I don't want to get too too much detail here. Not yet. um, But they had a promotion they did where they set up a booth in a handful of cities around the country, and they were going to test the honesty of the citizens of that city ah. and the way they did it is they would set up a booth they would have tea there and they would have just a little cup and yeah. on the cup it said please take a tea and a dollar leave a dollar leave a dollar take a tea take a dollar yeah not take a tea no, take a dollar take it although take well, a tea <laughs> leave a dollar okay got it. so they looked at and who were the most honest cities which i thought was a brilliant promotion wonderful because promotion. it just you know just works perfect wonderful. so they found that the most Honest cities were one of them was right here in Indianapolis. Where Indianapolis, we Indiana. Look at that. Uh, Macon, Georgia, had one hundred percent of the people who took a tea left a dollar. Wow, 100%. there were four of them, right? No, uh, a little bit more were, than that. They, they said there were hundreds, hundreds in each yeah, city. Good. And um, let's see, where else was honest? Uh, what did I say? Macon, Georgia, and Indianapolis, Macon, Georgia, Indiana. Indianapolis. Jeez, I'm, I'm, so if you come here, if you come to Indianapolis and ask for directions, you're probably going to get the right. You're probably going to. Or a get, cab yeah, driver's so. probably not going to take you the long way. Yeah, like they do. In and the there cities. were four cities who were at 99. percent oh, that's so great. Virtually everybody was honest. Were there any not honest yeah. cities? There was uh, some that were less honest. Let's put oh, it less on. Oh, very good. Less uh, honest. Tampa, Tampa. Okay. Uh, Miami, Miami, Florida, Miami, Florida, Minneapolis. Okay. Which you would think, uh, you would think that Minneapolis, kind of in the heartland Midwest, you would think, yeah. but uh, no. Was it hot? Was it wintertime and hot? There. I don't know. They're crooks up there. So did anybody do anything? Well, in Miami, they said the only of all this, which really kind of fascinates me, of all these tests that they did, only one person actually took money from. <laughs> 
from the <laughs> pot. Beautiful. He took all the money, and that was in Miami. <laughs> oh, so, you know, dear goodness. Well, anyway, he so probably I, paid it for it. He probably took it down to the charity, right? His local yeah. charity, and give us like the, went to the Robin store, Peter PayPal sort of deal. Yeah, honest tea for the round of honesty. He's the Robin Hood of honesty. Uh-huh. If we have any honesty listeners or people that would uh, sell it, be that would be they should listen to this. They and should, maybe they yeah. should become a sponsor. The official tea. You're a tea yeah. drinker, Bill. I am a tea. The official I like tea of the. Advanced Selling Podcast. Yeah, right. I'm going to have some tea this afternoon. Kit's going to love that one. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of great sponsors, stamps.com. There's got to be a better way to mail and ship stuff, doesn't there? Well, there, there is. Has to be. Going to the post office just takes too much time. And as we say on this podcast, your time is money. Leasing a postage meter, way too expensive too. Turns out there is a better way, and it's called Stamps.com. With Stamps.com, you can buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter or package right from your desk. Using your own computer and printer, even get special postage discounts that you cannot find at the post office. They don't give any discounts at the post office. None. Plus, Stamps.com is more powerful than a postage meter at a fraction of the cost. You can save at least 50% compared to a postage meter when you purchase Stamps.com, and you'll avoid those time-consuming trips to the post office. We use Stamps.com here at the Advanced Selling Podcast, don't we, we Brian? We love it. Right now, use our promo code Advanced Selling for this special offer. You get two things with this offer. You get a four-week trial, four-week free trial, plus a $110 bonus offer that includes a digital scale and up to $55 in free postage. So don't wait. Go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage. And once again, type in Advanced Selling. That's Stamps.com. Enter Advanced Selling. So for today's topic, we are going to, uh, this is going to be maybe a discussion for sales teams more than it is a what to do thing, but it's a really relevant discussion. And I've been in a peer group for 10 years. This is our 10th anniversary coming up for my peer group. And it's a group of business leaders and non-competitive businesses that get together once a month and serve as each other's virtual board of directors to help one another. A lot of smart people, different backgrounds, uh, mostly business owners, a few different roles in bigger companies and really neat people. And we started a, a topic the other day, which was can you create culture or can you hire culture? Mm. And, uh, you know, this is gonna, I'm, I need a Doug Drozen uh, fact check here. Mm. So there's a band from the 80s called Culture Club. Is mm-hmm. it The Culture Club or just Culture Club? Doug will be on that. I think I it's f- Culture Club. I think Club. it's Culture Club. I don't think it's The yeah. Culture Club, but most yeah, people say so. The Culture Club and Boy George, who is truly a genius. Well, we, the face, we used to call it The Facebook. The Facebook, it we did. It was The Facebook. Yeah. So, um, but this is about Culture Club. I actually have a client who has has a committee called Culture Club. Hmm. And their job, and it's it's employees from different functions in the company, is to try to uh, manifest good yeah. culture within, within the yeah. business. So we thought, wouldn't it be interesting to discuss culture within sales teams? One of the cool things about what Bill and I do is we get to go into different companies in different industries, and we observe this from the outside looking in of different sales cultures. And so we have some really strong opinions and beliefs about what culture is and, and how it's created and that sort of thing. So why don't we start there? Why don't we start with a definition and then talk about yeah, things it. that we see plus and, and downstroke. And then we're also, as you're listening to this, some of this we're going to gear towards the sales manager or sales leader, VP of sales. Some of this will gear towards the salesperson because they both play a role in creating good, strong sales culture. Yeah, I think culture is it's kind of hard to define. It's a little uh, it's a little vague, but I, generally I think it's just the it's the attitude, it's the beliefs, it's the perceptions, it's the um, mojo that your organization has yep. that inspires people. 
Yep. You have a good culture when you bring in somebody who you thought was going to be good and they're not, and that culture spits them back out to the street quickly. Yeah. You also have a good culture when you bring somebody in who maybe is average, but they get sucked into the culture and they become above average. Yes. You have yes. a bad culture when you bring in a good person and that spits them out because they say, my God, it's what great. am I doing here? Really good. So culture is, it's the series of conversations. It's the feeling that you get when you walk into your office. It could be environment. It could be the personality, the people. It could be the, the front desk person. Does do they? So it's a lot of different things. I think a sentence would be hard to get it down to. Yes. I'm going to try with a phrase. It's actually a country song. I am starting to like country Good. i'm starting to move it is about time isn't it i've been, I've been inspired by you've been, been fighting for it country for so 20 long. i have fought it now i'm oh, embracing it Good. so there's a, a young band florida georgia line mm-hmm. right and i think they sing this song called this is how we roll mm-hmm. is that their song mm-hmm. this is how we roll mm-hmm. and that to me is what culture is this is how we roll and if you listen to that song and all the things that go in it, they talk about the activities and what's around there they're sort of describing the town and the way that they grew how up how we do things yeah. that's it and then in the end things. the chorus is all it's just this is how we roll and so if you're thinking of a top line what is culture it's this is how we roll and I've even coached some clients to use that in their um, initial presentations or positioning pieces to their clients mm-hmm. to say let me, let me share with you for lack of a better term this is how we roll mm-hmm. and you can say the things you're talking about like here's what we believe here's how we talk here's how we act here's how we think those sorts of things all go into the to the culture of a sales team you know the challenge a lot of times and I've had a couple of clients like this where the culture is easy to create when there's five of you. Yeah. But as it gets to 10 and to 20 and then you open up another office, it becomes harder to to keep that culture alive. And I've got a couple of clients who I've who I've witnessed where and that's almost the full time job of the VP of sales. It is to make sure that we're we're treating our people right. Our compensation plans are easy to understand. Everything's clear. Clarity to me is a, is a byproduct of culture. Yep. And if you're not, then what happens is the 23rd salesperson that comes in is not quite as good as the first and they don't quite fit. And then the 24th, 5th, and 6th all look like the 23rd. Yep. And before you know it, and that's what some of your guys are probably thinking about yep. there is, I don't know if you can Delicious. hire culture, but you can hire bad culture. And at some yes. point then, there's more people that have the bad culture than the good culture culture. So VP of sales has to be adamant about that. So what are some things that you observe in your clients where you would go, if you, if I was saying, all right, Bill, you've got, you know, 10, 12 clients that you work with on a regular basis. And you're going to show me like, show me one with a good culture. What would I see? What would I observe if I went there in the sales team itself? A couple thoughts there. And I've got a couple for myself. Yeah. The the one that jumps to mind is a, um, a guy named Mike who runs a, a 400, uh, 75 person sales force. Okay. He has four regional managers, four yep. or five. Yep. And he, every time we talk about an initiative, he brings them into the conversation hmm. and to watch him work, uh, to watch him work. And he says, you know, Dean, what do you think about that? What do you think about what Bill just said? And Dean will say, oh, I like it. Yeah. But and he, and he challenges them sometimes. Yeah. But you know, one of your challenges down there in the South is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But Mike, I think I can. And then he goes to the next person. And before you know it, everybody is coalesced and aligned mm. around an initiative. And there's none of this blustering. There's none of this. I know best because I'm in this yeah. position. Uh, there is a constant, but at some point he makes a decision. 
he just doesn't make the decision until he gets input and yes. perspective from everybody. So that's that's one example. Then you list yours, and then I've got a, another one that might be even more tactical. Yeah, uh, mine. The things that I observe, if I said, okay, I'm going to take you and show you a really what I feel is a strong sales culture. Here are a couple things that you would see. Um, first, you would see extreme clarity and expectations, and I'm just rubber stamping what you said earlier. So there's no one in the team that I'm thinking of that doesn't know what's expected of them, both from a behavior and an outcome standpoint. There's no, uh, well, what are we supposed to do now? What am I doing? And then, and if, huge. I, if huge. I showed you the opposite, if, if I said, let me show you a, a rough culture, they would go, well, we're not know what we're supposed to do. I mean, one day we're supposed to do this and one day we're supposed to yeah. do that, where these people know exactly. I just wait for my orders. Exactly. Well, because they keep changing them. That's right. the bad culture. Right. The good culture is we know exactly what's expected of us. Second thing is a supportive environment. So the sales team feels supported. Now, now salespeople confuse this sometimes. Supported doesn't mean coddled. Yeah. And sometimes people think that coddling is a good thing to do. And I, I think it's one of the worst things you can do. What I mean by that is I'm support doesn't mean I'm taking up for you and I'm constantly standing up. It just means that I'm here to support you and you achieving your own goals under the assumption that you're going to do the behavior and get the outcomes that we're asking mm-hmm. for. So that's the second thing is um, supportive. And then the, the third element is a real strong air of openness. Yeah. There is no risk in saying anything in the healthy sales culture. And I've seen other cultures that are bad where everyone is on eggshells. You yeah. get done with the meeting, the sales manager goes, any questions? Yeah. Nothing. Silence. Yeah. Anybody got anything? No. One last chance. We're in a good sales culture. Yeah, what about this? Have we thought about that? Oh, great idea. No, away we go. So there's, yeah. there's no one gets um, air or marked or the scarlet letter branded sort of thing if you say something you shouldn't say or talk out of turn or, or rise up against management. There's none of that. So, Yeah, I had an example that echoes that third point about openness. Um, I have a organization that I work with and they've got offices all over the country, got 50 some offices and every month we'll do three or four of these video trainings with each office. Yeah. And each office has a general manager who acts as the sales manager. Some of these offices, 20, 30 salespeople, some are 10 to 12, but I can tell, I can't tell until I get there, but once, once I start interacting with them for say like a minute, I can see the culture. It doesn't take long at all. And and it's been almost like clockwork where half the cultures are really positive. They're really open. When I say to them, hey, tell me what are some of the things you're struggling with in sales? Five hands go up. Yeah. When I say that to the, uh, the poorer culture groups, no hands go up. Right. And so, and then just the eagerness. So when I say, okay, what did you learn from that? Five hands go up. Well, Bill, you said this, and here's what I'm going to do. And it's effective next Monday. I'm going to start doing this. Yeah. Bad culture, no hands go up. So I think openness, the desire to learn, the desire to improve, the desire to behave in a way that says, look, I'm I'm not peaked out. I want to do better. I yeah, think it's really good. Really, really good. It's a fascinating, isn't it? To, it is. to watch it work and to see. We can, you can it's see the great it, thing you? about what we do it's is wonderful. we get a chance to go in and see these yeah. things and have influence. And sometimes you can have no influence right. if the culture is too bad. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a minute. So what? So I'm a salesperson. I'm listening to this and I'm thinking in my mind. So one, if I've got a good sales culture, I'm feeling really good. I'm like, boy, I'm, I'm you know, I, we validated that person saying, yeah, mm-hmm. the things they just talked about. That's my sales culture. I love it. What about the other ones where they think, boy. That that's a dream pipe dream right there. Me? The things Companies you talked about, o- openness, like the ability to say things, accountability, clarity. So what what can a salesperson do to influence the culture that way if they feel like it's not where it should be? Do you think? Well, does it depend a little bit? I'm going to throw it back with a question. Does it depend oh, on whether game. the VP of sales or the sales leader is the one who has intentionally created the culture yeah. or it is because sometimes the president or the owner, the founder can be so dogmatic 
that that's where the culture comes from. Right. So if it's the sales leader who has created the culture and it's not quite working, I think you have a little bit easier time to go address that than if it's the founder yeah. of the company. Yeah. So your, your point is where's the root cause of yeah. the bad yeah. culture, so to yeah. speak. Um, either way, for me, from as a salesperson, I think that you, first of all, have to understand that you play a role in this and how you are will start to create little mini, a mini culture around you, even if the bigger one is not so great. That's true. Right? That's right. And so- in the spirit of the things we're talking about, say, if you don't have clarity, most salespeople go, well, I'm just going to sit here until they tell me what to do uh, to influence the culture. Say, hey, uh, could we sit down and go through my specific goals and, yeah. and behavior objectives? Yeah. Or instead of asking for them, take them to your boss and say, hey, I've written down my own specific goals that I'm trying to accomplish, both behaviorally and outcome wise. Can you help hold Why me wait? accountable for these things and go to them yeah. for it? Yeah. And then say, and by the way, if you want... Yeah, to do this with the rest of the team with my little template here, go ahead and do that. I think that'd be good for all of us. Yeah. So you just do the things that you wish someone else would do. That's the problem we have. I think the salespeople wait. Well, that's a sales manager's job. They should yeah. do that. I'm like, no, it ain't going to happen. No, it, it won't happen, happen, especially in that. So you so can influence it positively. I think that you way. bet you can lead yeah. from behind, take that in. I like that. Yes. Uh, and, and go ahead and make a list of, in your mind, some of the things where you feel like the culture is lacking. Just yeah. make a list. And it's obvious. I mean, some of the things that we've talked about, you read a couple books, on culture, or there's probably a podcast on culture somewhere. It's called the Culture Club. The Culture Club, culture yeah. Club boy podcast. George does it, yeah. <clears throat> That's right. Miss me blind, baby. Uh, so I love, um, I love but it, Boy George. Anyway, if, go ahead. I digress. It, <laughs> I do. <laughs> that sound oh, odd? Oh, not much. You didn't really digress that much. Because <laughs> music or sales Either are one. all the things you talk about. Aren't they? Um, no, but I think if you make a list of those things that don't feel right and, mm-hmm. and just start picking them off one at a time and go in and start having conversations about this, maybe even at your next sales meeting, if the sales manager says, okay, has anybody got anything? Yeah, I got something. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about culture. I listen to the advanced selling podcast. Those guys are pros there. Got it. Nailed it. I bought all in. I'm all in. That's I bought right. all in on the podcast. And play page. this, play, send him this uh, episode or her, this episode on culture. But, right. um, but start to bring it up in the conversation because chances are the manager is not even thinking about it. The manager is so busy from the time he or she gets up in the morning, they get to the office, they got 17,000 things. Yeah. Where does culture fit into yeah. that? It doesn't. So true. It doesn't. And yet it should, yep. but it doesn't. So you've got to be the one who leads from behind, who takes initiative. And maybe even the sales manager might say, you know what, uh, Brian, why don't you help me work on this? Maybe yeah. you could have a little side project and an initiative that talked about culture and help work on it. Cause there's always improvement even for the, there's never a perfect culture. No, absolutely not. I was, li- I was watching an interview done with, by a guy named Hubert. Uh, you probably don't know him cause you're just, just getting into country. Humphrey? Oh, is it Hubert country? Byrne? Don't know. Him. He was, he's the drummer for little big town. Okay. Got it. And, uh, he was interviewed on a podcast where he talked about the performance moment. Uh-huh. And he said that at some point, somebody's going to pull you out of the audition line and say, go play the drums. We're looking for a drummer and you got to be ready. Yeah, right you gotta there. You got to be ready. It's good. And uh, he talked about how the they have a music director. The band has a music director. He goes back at night. He listens to the entire concert twice. Oh, my gosh. With notes. Making wow. notes. You know, you missed this drum riff here. Wow. Boy, our voices were a little off there. And he says, we strive for perfection. But it's not done as a belittling thing. The next right. day we come in and we have a meeting and he has his long notes of what didn't go quite right. But he said, that's why that group has prospered so mm, quickly because great. they're just committed to excellence. Yeah, And it's the same thing here. You could find uh, 
you know, you probably wouldn't want to listen to the sales meetings a couple times, record them. You mind, yeah, sir, if I record would, this? Huh? How about that? But at least start to make a list, start to pay attention to it. Record the sales meetings. Now there's a cool idea. Yeah. What if you recorded your sales meetings and, and send went it back, into us? And send it into us. We'll evaluate, we'll evaluate your the culture. There it is. Email us your sales meeting audio. We will evaluate your performance and put it live for the whole world to hear. Um, be great. I did have one, just I know we're tight on time a bit, but I've one thing that I think is a really good thing, tactical thing to do for sales leaders to do in a sales meeting. And that is we do this in our peer group and it really opens the space up and it's, we call it a check-in. Mm-hmm. And what we typically do is make two columns. One is our life and two is our business, right? Those are the two columns mm-hmm. and you check in. Seven is awesome. Zero sucks. And in that moment, when you're there in the sales meeting, you just check in. How's your life? How's your business? And we do it once a month. And so if a sales leader feels like every week's overkill, do it once a month. Yeah. What it does though, is create space for people to say, you, you know, your dog might've died. So you're a two out of seven. So I knew that if I didn't give this space to, to talk about that, then you would have moped around. I right. don't know what's wrong. Right. That's right. Um, or you're a six or something. You got good news. And on the business side, gives you the space to say, I'm kind of a three right now. And here's why. Mm-hmm. Um, if you keep doing the check-in regularly, you'll see the answers get more real as you go. And it starts to create a culture of great open space. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful tactical a thing open. to do. Yeah. Do a check-in every sales meeting. How's life? How's business? Zero to seven. Seven's awesome. Zero sucks. And thank me later. Thank you. I'll thank you right now. Thank me right tip. now. That's, That's a, a great good one. tip. And it wasn't my idea. I, I've been a uh, participant in that for a long time. I think that idea has been around for a while, but I, sure. I don't see it used all that much, and it should be. It should and be it's used. Just a, it, you talked always. about creating space. You know, yeah. To me, the best thing you can do for culture is just create space where culture can flourish. And if you don't That's create it. space, it's just not going to. Correct. Well, that does it for today, Brian. You okay if we uh, end it here? Yeah, yeah, your, please. Your 55 I'm, minutes I, I was is even, over. I was popping so my uh, headphones off getting ready to go to the potty. 150 bucks. Yep. If you haven't downloaded a free copy of our ultimate pregame audio program, do so at this moment right now. Go to advancedsellingpodcast.com to find it. Also, while you're there, check out the products page. You can find that product that Brian referenced earlier called All In, a comprehensive training solution for salespeople. Also, we want to hear from you. Send us your feedback. Or question is an audio recording. You can go to your iPhone, click on the voice memo, and you can email it to listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Download our app in the iTunes app store and take a couple minutes to leave a review in iTunes. We love that. And also join the conversation, the ever-growing conversation in our LinkedIn group at advancedsellingpodcast.com slash LinkedIn. Brian, I will see you next time for the latest episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast. See you then.